Hey, this is former WWE and TNA world champion, your Olympic hero, and Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. And you're listening to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Wretched! Episode 33. We are trace, trace. approaching the road to WrestleMania, and the first stop on the road to WrestleMania is the Royal Rumble, which is in two weeks. The first piss stop in a road trip. And the we, Royal Rumble. So we've been talking about the Royal Rumble for the last couple weeks. Um, that seems to be the main topic of discussion going topic. into but going into this week's episode. But I mean I think we should just instead, let's push the Royal Rumble aside for a second, and let's talk with the announcement that came, of course, the day after we released our last podcast episode. Thanks, WWE. Always releasing shit on Sunday morning. I Thank swear, you. I swear they listen to us secretly. I, I'm, I, I swear to no, them. Uh, you had your theory on Raw that the last episode, 32, was called Raw Rumblings. And then Biggie used that phrase. He did say Royal Rumbling. Did he not? And he even made a little like mm-hmm, joke, like, like yeah, like mm-hmm. WWP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Craig Dixon and so, Fred. I I'm a little annoyed about that, but mm-hmm. I digress. Uh, Give us credit. So let's talk about the due. big news that 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 uh, leaked on Sunday morning, and then they announced it on Monday night on mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw. Is that we have our Premature first leaked. Fred knows all about premature and leaking. Not anymore. No. Not anyway, the announcement. The announcement is oh boy. that Kurt Angle, in 30 in. your Olympic gold hero, with a broken freaking neck, a is broken freaking going neck. into the WWE Hall of Fame as their headliner this year. I could not be happy. Oh, is that true? Yeah. It's damn true. It, oh, it's true. Mm. It's damn true. It's damn true. Very now, cool. He has, awesome, baby. Yeah, I mean, he's one oh, of my favorite wrestlers ooh. of all time. And top, I... Yeah. I, I, He's top five for me. Possibly top three for me. Me too. Uh, I don't even know who number three would be. <laughs> so he's top two for me. He's <laughs> he's definitely right after Chris Jericho for me all time. Right. Um, that's my top two. So I am very happy that Kurt Angle is going to have a relationship with WWE going forward. Thank God. I Thank mean, God. It's been way too long. Just that years. video they played, and I just remember like every single moment of that. Because he's one of the guys that you've watched from yeah. the very beginning. You know, because... He was around during the Attitude Era, but he wasn't, like, a guy who was, like, Bret Hart, who was around in, like, the early 90s, and you're like, ah, maybe I don't remember the first couple years of his career. Right. And the same thing with Stone Cold. Like, Kurt Angle joined WWE in, what, 1998, I want to say? 99. 99. And, uh, yeah, and then he pretty much, uh, like, within a year's time, you know, he won the many titles, including the World Championship. Which is something that wouldn't happen nowadays, but back then that did not happen. No, like, for an know, unheard Stone of Cold was un, 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 a guy who never yeah. had any prior pro wrestling training at all. He just went right to the WWE from amateurs, basically. Yeah, I mean, it pretty much took Triple H like maybe like three years since he started. Yeah. in 1996 to become world champion. Right, and and he had all like, those crazy, came... stupid gimmicks as well. Like, yeah, Kurt Angle was the same gimmick from day one to day now, and it. Just uh, an bit. incredible yeah. run he had. So kudos to Kurt on an obviously overdue induction. Um, now this is this is the other yeah. part of this. So now that they finally have their first working relationship with the, with Kurt Angle since two thousand six when he fought when he uh, quit WWE. Right. Where yeah. does this go? Does he ha- is this it <sighs> for him? Is he just going in for the Hall of Fame? Or is he going to be like Sting and he's he's just going to get that itch again? He's going to hear that crowd reacting to him. 
Well, here's my thing. I don't know if he's even medic. I don't think he's medically cleared. He right. has the itch. Not that itch, does. but he does have the itch. And let's, you know, it, it, he's always had it. He'll wrestle and, like, he will literally die in the ring if he want. like, if they give him the option. Right. You're like, this is your last match, you'll die afterwards. He'll be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fine. <laughs> um, you're going to take a bullet in the ring. Okay, Brock sure. Lesnar. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Cool, cool, sure. cool, 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 cool. Yeah, just loves the wrestling business. I mean, I think he's broken into his neck twice in his life. I mean, once was with, in so. pro wrestling, one in amateur. And the guy's freaking machine, you know, the wrestling machine. I he mean, is a wrestling machine. And he deserves every bit of praise that he gets. And I'm really, really happy for this. Yeah, me too. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and it's just like, there's so many people like that I've uh, talked to. Um, that don't watch wrestling anymore, but they're super excited, and they've heard that Kurt Angle's in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, that's, um, it's that's big news. It's just a testament of, of of the type of character and wrestler he is. You know, I you know he was in it, and and he was on top of his game during like the wrestling boom as well. Like everybody yeah. always talks well, about I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Everybody always talks about The, the Rock. Rock. Everybody always talks about The Undertaker. But like Triple H, yeah, list those gone. Even Triple H, is yeah. to like a lesser extent. But yes, right. like And that's why people think about the Attitude Era, but. Like, I feel like Kurt Angle doesn't get his rightful due for that, his role in that era. Because he was definitely number four or five of those guys. But without him, there's a lot of things that don't happen. Like... Oh, no. Definitely not. I mean, he had classic matches. I mean, what's your what's your top five favorite... Like, let, let's go... Let's uh, let's do, like, top Kurt Angle moments. We might as well talk about them. Cur- I mean... Because, I mean... I mean... I'm going to throw one right at the bat. I love the WrestleMania main event with uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 19. One of my favorite WrestleMania main events of all time. That was a crazy moment uh, in wrestling yeah. and his career. Yeah, absolutely. Um, going going to uh, yeah. Sorry, to cut you off. No, there's not. There's not. No, just it was a great match. Two technical wrestlers. They played a really good technical match. Um, and you know, of course, Brock Lesnar fucked up the shooting star press at the end of the <laughs> match. But I mean, that didn't deter the match at all. It was a fucking phenomenal match. And people thought Kurt wasn't going to be able to wrestle in that match. Cause right. Had, I was just going to say that because he had a broken neck, and like there was thoughts that he could be out for like six months. And, yeah. And he fucking wrestled, and he, he put on a fucking clinic with Brock Lesnar, one of the best WrestleMania main events of all time. And yeah, it it was unbelievable. I I still kind of like am like I could watch that ama- match any day. I could watch that match. Yeah. Any any fucking moment. Uh, yeah, the other match that I can watch any other day, and I know that's not part of the Attitude Era. I kind of wanted to go into that a little bit because he had some classic matches. But uh, mm-hmm. my God, I can watch any day. Chris Benoit versus Kurt Angle oh. at Royal Rumble two thousand three. I oh. believe we were watching that. Yes, we together. were at Mike's house. Um, yeah, at our friend Mike's house. And uh, if unfortunately memory, uh, memory and history goes, they had to follow that god awful Triple H versus Scott Steiner match. Oh my god, two oh, of the most about polar opposite matches of all time. You have one of the all time best technical wrestling matches of all time, and then you have one of the worst matches in wrestling oh. history. Right, <laughs> followed each other on the same fucking card. What a fucking show that was. It's like Steamboat and Savage, and then like before that was like. Jackie Gata versus Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> like, like I some, remember that one. The greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I, other Kurt Angle moments. Just like I'm throwing them off the bat. I love the Kurt uh, Angle versus Shane McMahon. The triple threat match he had oh. early in his career with uh, Chris Jericho and was it Eddie Guerrero or was um, it, yeah, it was Eddie Guerrero, right? Or is it Benoit? Benoit, Benoit, WrestleMania uh, 2000. All oh, right, 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 yeah, right. With right. the two, he had two championships of the line, uh, the IC and the European. Right, Jericho won the European, and Benoit oh, won the Intercontinental <laughs> title. Yeah. But that was just a great triple threat match, and unfortunately, hmm. that was like the biggest high profile match he had with Chris Jericho. He never really had a feud with right. him after that because Benoit and Jericho pretty much like went on their own feud after that. Right, and then he went on to bigger and better things. Right, and then they they were always on separate shows. Kurt Angle was always on SmackDown. Jericho was always on Raw. So their right. their paths never crossed again. So um, that that you know it's still one of my favorite matches because it's two of my favorite guys of all time. If you throw Benoit in there, who was one of my favorite guys of all time, but, oh, 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 we don't want to talk about that. Um, oh. Other, just like, here's like, okay, of course, the him and um, Shane McMahon at the King of the Ring, he gets fucking, he fucking uh, belly-to-belly suplex Shane through the fucking glass. glass. Oh my god. 
That's, that's a testament to Shane McMahon in, in itself, but yeah. Kurt Angle definitely like was you know all on top of that match. Yeah. You know, but uh, oh man, I like they show they still show highlights of that ma- of him going through the glass. Yeah, like any video. That's you one see of the best like visual the best, things they've yeah. ever done. Like visually visually pleasing. That is an unbelievable spot that they pulled off. And they even still had like other spots which they don't even show, like doing the angle slam on a table that was on set up on the ring on the top. Of the ring, right, right. And doing an angle slam off the top of it. I mean, but you always see Shane McMahon going through the glass, right? And that's just like that is like a one of those moments, like like you, you just know, never forget those falling, um, exactly. getting thrown off the hell in the cell. It's like one of those moments they'll always show in a video. Another one of mine video. was um, he had a steel cage match. I want to say it was against Chris Benoit, um, and he yes. did a moonsault off the top of the rope, and he missed it, and like oh. I think he like separated his shoulder when he landed. It was, I, I just I, I I never will forget watching these moments live on like SmackDown or whatever tape on SmackDown. And I would be like, yeah. "Holy shit, this guy is fucking amazing!" Um, even wasn't like, that in the? It wasn't that like in the um, in that um, they used to do the Creed videos. What was it? Yeah, my, my sacrifice. sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. yeah, that was definitely one of them. Um, I would always be on it. You were just like, holy shit! Even, even like, okay, like, even, like, lesser moments that people, like, that weren't, like, his thing, like, not his first WWE title win, not, like, not those moments we just spoke about. Like, just, like, one of those smaller moments that you might not even remember. I remember watching Armageddon 2002, the last pay-per-view of 2002. Uh, 2002 was a very I, weird year in wrestling. I remember Shawn Michaels and Triple H had that match for the title. For right, that, in that. at SummerSlam. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, a... Yeah, oh, they had a three stages of hell match. Yeah, yeah that's the only thing I remember. What happened on that one for Well, Kurt? okay, so if you remember what happened with the WWE title at the time, Brock Lesnar won the title at SummerSlam from The Rock. Um, okay. Then he lost it, like, randomly to the big show, uh, Survivor Series, and uh, everybody was, was like, what the fuck happened? And then there was, right. like, two well, or three months of Bro- Big Show being the fucking champion, like, and, like, nobody was fucking digging it at the time, and then Lesnar got hurt. So they had a singles match between Kurt Angle versus Big Show at Armageddon. This is what I was getting to. Mm. And I just happened to order this pay-per-view. I didn't order a lot of pay-per-views at that age of my life. I just didn't have the money. I didn't like 50 bucks didn't, a pop while we were in yeah, college. Yeah, like and if know, nobody really wanted and if nobody really wanted to watch it then, you know, you were fort- you were, you know, footing all the money yourself. <laughs> remember when we had to like invite as many people as we yeah. could just to like chip in like, "Oh, right, you owe 10, Chris, you owe 10." Remember Kristen, she like she mentioned The Rock once. Let's let's invite her. She's like, "What's The Rock?" That's like back in the day. Like, uh, sorry to cut you off, man, but like, I was like back oh, in the. I kind of miss those. I, I mean, trust me, I love the network getting it for nine ninety nine, nine ninety nine a month. But like, it's great. Yeah, yeah. to get every single pay per view I want. Yeah, there, but there was the something one, about but like, make chipping in, chipping and then in, everybody then was your in there. Girlfriend, now wife at the time, making right. snacks for us. You said like, that backwards. <laughs> what? what? Oh, fuck. My wife, my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> yeah, we were married back then, but we, we just had to take it slower now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did? Oh, yeah, I did. We uh, love each other so much, we're now girlfriend and boyfriend. Right, we're going steady now. <laughs> did um, you give her your varsity jacket? <laughs> not yet. Which, you know, that's second base. That's second base. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so... So not anyway, for that one. It was just like it was like a random pay per view that I ordered with my friend Angelo of all people. Oh, and Angelo! We were, we yeah, we were the only ones watching it, and mm. I remember. So it was Angle. I like I didn't think Angle was gonna win because I thought ultimately Big Show was gonna lose the title to Brock Lesnar again because they were still feuding, but yeah, Lesnar was hurt, just holding the holding the title. Right, right, Lesnar had like a leg injury, so he couldn't wrestle, and then Kurt won the fucking title that night, and I fucking marked out like crazy because I didn't think it was happening, and like Kurt Angle had been a heel most of the year. And and yeah, they yeah. kind of just made him a face for this show, and he won the title. Had to, yeah, because yeah, they had to, and then he fucking won. And then, of course, he went on to the feud with Brock Lesnar, and, yeah. and led to that WrestleMania match we spoke before. It's just I love Kurt Angle; he's one of my favorite of all time. I'm so happy he's in the Hall of Fame. It's funny you bring up the Big Show now because I'm th- now that you got my uh, the wheels spinning in my head. Uh, now this Excedrin's kicked in. Um, also, go back to 2000. Kurt Angle and Big Show had a hilarious match as the Big Show dressed up as Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. This was this little weird phase where he was imitating people. Right. And he came out, about that. I think, I don't know if it was Open Challenge. I don't think it was Open Challenge. What did he call himself? Like, Showmania or like, something? Like, the, uh, oh, God, what the hell do you call himself now? Like, I, yeah, something along those lines. I think it was Showmania, know? right? You know, maybe Factual Josh Peck will help us out on that one. Yeah, where are you, Josh? Yeah, Josh, come on now. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, but I mean, I just remember that like being like one of the highlights of the like Backlash 2000. It was like you know, which was back then. It was great, but like, you know, great matches ha- were happening. I think I have that. But, but, oh my god! I like, think I have that on VHS tape. It's such an underrated moment. moment because there's been so many great Kurt Angle moments of in life, you know, and you know, it's one of the least. But like you know, I think his big program that got him into into the main spotlight was his feat against Triple H right. with uh, Stephanie in the Love Triangle. Right. Um, you know, kind of overlooked nowadays, but yeah, definitely um, was considering overlooked. all the accolades he's had over the years. But um, that really put him. I think that put him on the map, though. That was yeah. He started know. his career as like a comedic heel, and then he just re- gradually pushed that aside and just became like a technical wrestler who thought he was better than everyone. So yeah, but that 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 worked perfectly for him. It was a great great gimmick. Um, so we talked about our feelings on Kurt Angle. We talked about you know like our favorite memories, but of course. Now, so now the door is open, you know, he's got that in now, so his foot's mm-hmm. in the door, he's gonna make an appearance at WrestleMania, of course, you know, he, yeah. he'll be there for WrestleMania weekend to get inducted, I'm sure he'll be at the sh- at the WrestleMania the next night to get an ovation in front of the crowd, now, does he come back, what does he do now, does he make an appearance in front of the live Raw crowd, which is something I'd like to see, just uh, to see him come out to his music in a regular event, you know, you know does he get a promo, what does he get, what happens here, or, or does he just, you know, kind of disappear suddenly, what happens? Um, well, he's... I, I'm automatically eliminating him from the Rumble surprise entrant. Yeah, uh, I tend to I don't, agree. Not only does he think he's medically cleared, but it would um, the people would boo the shit out of the Rumble when the eventual elimination of Angle happens. Right, right. Now, I've seen him on Instagram. He looks healthy. He's been wrestling on the indies. I've watched a couple matches with him against like people like Zack Sabre Jr. I mean, he's still doing great, you know what I mean? So he can still wrestle, unlike Bret Hart came back uh, in 2000-something. Yeah, nobody nobody wants to remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I try to forget those Bret Hart memories back then. Yeah, let's Uh, not talk about that. That was like my all-time favorite wrestler when I first started watching wrestling. And then he comes back like, you're like, Probably oh no! Fifteen years too late, and we're just like, I don't want to yeah. see this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> so, so yeah. So I, where do I, where where you go? Oh, so what do I think is gonna happen? Yeah, he's got to be involved somehow in something, right? Like right? he's got to have a Lisa. match in him. He's never officially retired. You right. know, I know WWE tends to like once guys retire in front of their audience, mm. um, they tend to not let them wrestle again. It happened with Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels retired. They right. never let him wrestle again. Right. Um, Ric Flair retired. They never let him wrestle again. Even though he went into TNA and continued and to wrestle. Right. Like, when he came back, they said, no more. You retired in front of our audience. That never happened with Kurt Angle. It's Kurt a Angle world never, now, too. Yeah. And Kurt Angle never really had his real farewell with WWE. You know, he just kind of, like, packed his bags and left in 2006. So... Yeah. There's been, you know... Never oh, got the send-off. Never got the proper send-off. He was, like... He was in ECW, actually, at the time when uh, right, he left. He right. Was, he was... Yeah. Probably in line to become the ECW champion when he left. Um, he kind of went the CM Punk route, where like he was just facing a lot of nagging injuries. You know, rightfully yeah. so. The guy needed like neck surgery. Like, like, like I like guys need fucking pussy and whatever. And uh, <laughs> that badly. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird. One. <laughs> that was a weird, a weird one. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, and, like, Vince is just like, all right, you gotta work, you gotta be here. I was like, God, give him, like, a fucking year off, for Christ's sake. Yeah, you had, like, had... great stars back then, you know? Like, why did you need Kurt Angle so badly? Like, right, like, I understand, like, in ECW, you needed that big star, but, you know. WWE should really consider doing Kurt something. Kurt Angle's fault, too. Like, they think. should really consider, like, giving, like, part-time schedules for their veterans more often. And I'm not talking they about, do. I'm not talking about, like, Undertaker and Triple H and Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. I'm talking about the guys who's, who are wrestling every week and who are, like, been in there for, for like, ten years. So, like... Mm. Like, guys like Dolph Ziggler. Like, give Ziggler a part-time schedule. Give, yeah. like, you know, so before they get to where, like, Punk was, and before they get to where Angle was, that they won't be burned out by the company. You know what I mean? Like, like Cena, what Cena's basically doing what now. What Cena's doing. Unofficially. But they should... No one's but, really but, saying but it, Cena's but we know the, what it is. Obviously, Cena's in the tail end of his career. I'm saying, like, they should start that, implement that, like, as, like, a policy, like, early. Like, once you have, like... Well, yeah. Ten years in your career. Like, once you hit ten, like, then you should start being able to have, like, okay, I've been in the company for ten years. Like, Miz. Miz has been in the company for ten years now. Like, yeah. give him some leeway now before he gets burned out. You never know. Like, he could just, like, next year, he could just, his body could shut down for all we know. I know. We've had a discussion. We've brought it up, and I, you know, we had a 
little time about it where uh, early, very early episode where I thought that I wish that in a perfect world that wrestling would be a season. Yes, like, I totally you know, agree. Season finale, I'm surprised of Raw, we then maybe three months later, two months later, you don't have to like wait a that fucking year like Game of Thrones. That is a fantastic idea. You don't have to wait a year like Game of Thrones. I, uh, that's a you know? fantastic idea, and I totally agree. And now that they have these, give us a break too, right? Give us a break, and then they now they have these separate shows too, where they could actually do it. You know, they what actually I'm could. Like they could keep Raw on and then have SmackDown on during its off season and, and vice versa. Right. Or even if they don't want to do that, even if they want to have both Raw and SmackDown, they could have that and then have like the new United Kingdom division that they're gonna make and the mm -hmm. two hundred five live. Like that those could be their own shows during the off season. So that there's technically right. no off season, but each set of performers get time off yeah, and time to recharge yeah. their batteries and just save their careers, add another three years to their career. Right. And then like in another like when three months or four months happens whatever in a hypothetical world like let's say smackdown comes back now you're like oh man remember from you know the last one where you know Dolph Ziggler finally made that heel turn or whatever yeah you're like now you want to see what happens like what what did they think or even if like you know they want to do something where they, like one of the smackdown guys like makes an appearance like a like a like a surprise appearance on raw you're like oh my god i haven't seen him in five months right so awesome right. you know and and like it just makes you miss that it makes you intrigued more instead it's like 24 7 and yeah just, you know you're the only person around now people like we have other companies but they're they're, they're not they're not even in not even not close to close. comparatively uh, I'm surprised we size. haven't actually talked about this on the podcast before, but this is something you and me have talked about a lot about having an off season in WWE. Oh, and it's something times. that doesn't get brought up a lot anymore. Like there were, I remember there were talks about it five, ten years ago, but it really? never, nothing ever really, you know, it, it was just like you know early, early discussions about mm. it, but nothing ever took out. They never even really considered it, but like they they talked about it, and yeah. I just I, I totally agree. Like it builds up anticipation for when it comes back. Right. And it's the same thing. Like, okay, look, I'm wearing an Islander jersey right now, okay? Mm. They, they are <laughs> a, a terrible franchise, okay? They've had ups and downs, mostly downs. But every year during the offseason, my confidence builds up. And I go, this is going to be it, guys. I'm right. all in. And in October, when that season starts, I'm at, watching every game. I'm like, come on, shoot the puck. And I then they it. lose. And then they lose <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Like I every say, I am kind of a de facto Islander fan because of you, but well, yeah. I am. Well, yeah. thank you. Yeah. There's only four of us now. So <laughs> we've almost got a row going. Yes. Um, but you know, it, it, that's the point I make is that like even though even if it's terrible, I keep coming back once the next season starts because these, there's that renewed energy of like, oh, this is gonna be exciting. So yeah, yeah. I don't understand why they haven't even attempted even like a two-week break at this point like like i i don't know because just take it there's so much we talk about this a lot there's so much wrestling on on the, so just much. the wwe thing i know you know now with 205 live and now they're gonna have supposedly a united kingdom like oh, show yes. on its own like how much wrestling can i watch in a week i love wrestling but even you i don't too. love it i do not love it that much right I don't love it that much i had to watch, i have a like, podcast and i don't love it that much <laughs> like i had to watch like this week it's just like because like i just started my busy hours for work like i had to... an accountant so he we might start to lose him as <laughs> as the <laughs> year <laughs> like, fred like, it again <laughs> in march fred's over like, accounting <laughs> fucking aj styles 5500s <laughs> AJ Styles is overrated. <laughs> start saying crazy shit. You're just saying really negative stuff. Chris Jericho sucks. I already did. I already wrote an angry post about fucking Jerry Lawler's fat gut on the air. Well, that was, was just like fuck that this. Was, that was totally merited. Um, yeah, so I don't know where they go with Kurt Angle. Um, I I think he'll make an appearance on the Raw after WrestleMania. Cool. You know, kind of like what they normally do. Guy comes, cuts a promo. I don't know, maybe somebody interrupts him, like a Rusev, and that's not something like a first match, because Rusev's like the, you know, the Bulgarian, like, brute thing, and like mm. the whole anti-USA thing. I feel like that's like a natural matchup for him. I'd like, but that's not a match I'd want to see, but I just feel like that's like an easy booking it's one It's an for easy them. booking. I mean, yeah. America versus uh, Bulgaria. You right. You know, Russian communists, whatever. Yeah. You know? I just get, like, nervous, because, like, you know, let's be honest here, like, Kurt Angle's had a... As much as he had ups, he's had many downs yes. over the last couple of years. DUIs, uh, 
pink addictions, right? Broke many nagging injuries and stuff. And the guy will, like I said, will die in the ring probably if he wants to. Yeah. Um. So you know, and then look at the fact that like even someone that is, I know he's older than him, but look at the Ultimate Warrior came back for the Hall of Fame. He then he makes his speech on Raw the very next night, and then the next day he died. He did die. And he didn't even wrestle. He didn't even run to the ring. Yeah. All he did was cut a speech. That is still eerie. That is still very attack. That's still eerie to me to this day. Like, That's creepy as hearing that, I remember hearing the news the next day on Ron and Fez actually. And it just I when I heard that I was like yeah. You, wait, what? He was, thought on, it was a joke. I thought it was like a joke a too. Was like, oh, he was on Raw last night. He just cut a promo. What are you talking about? He's dead. Less than twenty four hours, the guy croaks. You know, unbelievably I mean? sad. You know, unbelievably sad. I mean, I'm glad he got to set the proper send off. So that's the thing. I like, think Angle Kurt Angle, Angle gets the proper send off here. I'm not gonna say that's gonna happen. Deja vu, but like the guy, I think, is in worse shape health wise. Yeah. than Ultimate Warrior. I think. I think as long as he wants to have a go at it, and. Um, as, he definitely as, does. As long as Vince is okay with it, um, I, I definitely think they're going to get at least three matches out of him. I want to go with three. Like, like kind of like Brock Lesnar. Like, spread him out over time. Do the big pay-per-views. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know what the first one would be. Um, he's always wanted to... He said he's always wanted to fight AJ Styles in a WWE ring. He's fought many times in TNA. Right. And, and dude, let's not, like... I don't. Wanna, I don't want to forget also the fact that Sting almost died against Seth Rollins in the ring. Yeah, just from taking uh, some weird bump. Right. He just took the a bump. bump. Like it was, power, some, it was the power bump into the turnbuckle. Oh, the turn, which I is a stupidly dangerous move. But yeah. Yeah, but like you know, the dude is also close to the Kurt Angle's age. Maybe yeah. probably maybe he's older. Old. He's, definitely he's older. older, but still, like if you think of like. Yeah, you know, he's up there. You know, like he he could have died that night for real. You right. know, and uh, you know, I think. I hope I know the WWE is like very, you know, very cautious these days. Ever since the 2007, somebody died, killed him. Somebody, somebody killed him. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, it rhymes with schmemoir. <laughs> Get a schmorshin at the schmorshin clinic. Memoir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's actually a good one. Um, yeah. Benoit. I, I, I think he'll I, I still think he'll do something. I, I I just feel it in my heart that like now that he's back that like Hey, what's up, Angelo? Hey, what's going on, Angelo? We were just talking about Triple A, yeah, we were talking about we name dropped you before. Yeah. Uh we were talking about watching uh Armageddon Armageddon two Armageddon two thousand two at my house when um uh Brock Lesnar versus Versus uh, no, no Kurt Angle versus Big Kurt Show. Kurt Angle versus Big Show. Yeah, uh, and Triple H Show Michaels. It was a random show that you and me ordered, so good times, <laughs> man. Um, so, do you have any dream opponents that you'd love to see him face? Um, hmm. Besides, like ob- the obvious ones, like Rusev. It's not, which isn't a dream match to me, but like, right? I'd yeah. love to see him versus Seth Rollins. I feel like that would be fucking sick. That would always be good. I mean, I, I mean, that's a no brainer for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'd like to see him. F- f- I would even. I mean, I, I know they've wrestled a lot, but I'd love to see him face Chris Jericho in his stage nowadays. Yeah. I don't know how I long think, Jericho's I, I sticking like better... around after Mania, though. I feel like this is might be the end of his run here. Do you think so? Yeah. I don't, ah, I, it's too bad. I he's... think I think he's run, wrestling God. through WrestleMania season, and then he's probably going to disappear with his band again, like he usually does. Oh, come on. I know. I know, like, I know he's your favorite wrestler of all time, but like I, he is my favorite wrestler now. Right now, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. I mean... Yeah, I think I can't go like anytime Chris Jericho's on the screen, I have to watch him. Yeah, because it's always it's brilliant no matter what happens. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I can't really think of who else would be a top guy. I'd want to say uh, I'd love to see him against Sami Zayn. Oh, that'd be fun. You know, oh, that'd be a fun one. I mean, even Kevin Owens, but like I think even Sami yeah, Zayn match would be Owens. really good. I think yeah. he would just like beat the shit out of Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn makes that 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 underdog comeback that he does so well, and yeah. I think they put on a freaking classic. Maybe do something with American Alpha, like maybe be their manager. That'd yeah, be cool. Could have that. Maybe like a six man tag. You have, yeah, uh, like them versus you know, Wyatt's or something. Kurt Angle and the yeah. Actually, that would be like a nice little match. Yeah, right it'd be a little. Smackdown. It'd be like random, but it'd be kind of cool. Like a twenty minute SmackDown match, main event. Yeah, Kurt Angle, American Alpha versus the, the Wyatts if they're still around at that point, because a lot of tension's been building between them. Yeah. at the moment. Yeah, you know. So I don't know where we're going with that, but yeah. Uh, um. I mean, so there's a lot of possibilities of what could happen with Kurt Angle. I just hope Finn that... Finn Balor. 
Finn Balor would be a great one. That would be great. There's also. a lot. Of, there's a lot of great choices in the company now that just haven't. They haven't happened because he's been gone for so long. So I know. Like even something like him versus Dolph Ziggler would be fucking great. Like. Uh. Like the, a, like classic the day, like when people like him versus Daniel Bryan could have been a thing. Like oh, him versus yeah. CM Punk could have been a thing. Oh, you know when you stop, think about, like, no, like, yeah, I know when you think about those things, you're like, God damn, like he was gone for so long, so long. His TNA career know? was longer than his WWE career, which is That's crazy, to crazy me. to me, and I can't believe that like he. They really could not work that out. Where I know, you know, but I think that Sad. was maybe Angle's thing. I don't Sad. know. Yeah, well. Sad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> drugs are <a> bitch. <laughs> um, so let, let's let's get into what happened this week because we've been kind of going on a little bit long about Angle That's here. Fine. But we're excited that he's back. Um, understandably so. So we've been um, taking different angles on Kurt Angle. <laughs> are you being Kurt? <laughs> I may be. Oh boy! It says our broadcast is interrupted. Oh, well. Oh, no! We might have lost the live feed. That's okay. We might have lost our one foul. Well, I kind of need that <laughs> video, but all right. All right. Well, I'll see if I can get it going. You want to keep talking? You want to talk about what happened on the week of wrestling that you like, Fred? <laughs> Do I remember? Oh, no. All right. So let's go with the SmackDown right away. Uh, you, we had the first ever women's cage match against... Uh, should I wait? No, just keep more? going. Is it... It's recording there. So. I know that, but... It's this gonna... is not recording. Whatever. It's, it's going to take, it's okay. it's gonna take a while. Um, we had our, the first ever women's steel cage match, I believe. It was Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss. Um, good match. For you know, we've had the first women's Hell in a Cell match. Right, hard to live up to the that you know, which you know, people were polarized in that match to begin with, the Hell in a Cell match. Uh, the stupid luchador uh, interfered into the match and cost Becky the title, but it was revealed at that point that the luchador under the mask was the returning Mickey, Mickey. James. Yes. So what a fucking name to bring to SmackDown. That's awesome. Um, I love Mickey James I, so and, much. And we were theorizing about this for the last couple weeks, thinking yeah, we that were. it was maybe like, you know, uh, it was Tamina or somebody else, and we're like, and I'm just like, I don't know, she doesn't have that frame. Like, Tamina's like pretty built, you know? and Or maybe it's, uh, who we all, who else do we think it was? It was maybe like... Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Maybe like someone from NXT or something like that. Like, yeah, a, like I don't a, know if it was actually her all along. Or maybe, uh, or it just that. didn't really look like her. No, most weeks until this week when I was like, eh, she looks a little more busty than the last couple of uh, luchadors. Yeah, so I'm really happy that Mickey James is on SmackDown because I think she would have gotten forgettable on Raw. You yeah, know, no, thinking about the, the talent pool that's in there. Just oh alone. yeah, it's, it's already stacked. Uh, they. Mickey James, I mean, SmackDown desperately needed another name. Yeah. And you couldn't have Asuka at this point. And it's good or, that she's a heel, yeah. too, because, like, what are they going to do? A heel, yeah. What are they going to do after Alexa? I mean, Alexa's really the only heel besides Carmella, so... Um, so, I mean, it, it, it is exciting to see Mickey back. I'm very happy that she's back. Um, me, too. Me, too. Uh, she had... Uh, I'm surprised she I came back re- as a heel, though. She I, had, am, I yeah. am surprised she came back as a heel. I was... I'm I've, relieved. She got such a good reaction at... Uh, what was it, NXT Toronto? And then, NXT Toronto. She had a very good quality match against Asuka. Right. So she, she, she could still go. I mean, I don't think anyone's disputed that. It's just that she kind of, you know, she went to TNA. She left WWE much the same way as Kurt Angle did. Right. And um, I think she just got forgotten, you know, yeah. as much as everyone does in TNA land, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not the big leagues. And she never, you know, then she did indies, but like... You know, Mickey James is just like a, it's a underrated name in, right. in the history uh, annals of, uh, um, of women's wrestling. The annals, <laughs> I like that. Almost that was good. annals. Um, so um, let's just talk about a little bit more of the Rumble. Um, any nothing really major happened this week going into the Royal Rumble. Um, they announced a couple more names are going to be in it. Yeah, so, uh, nothing too much. Yeah, Cesaro and Sheamus, the Raw Tag Team Champions, are going to be in it, um, and the Wyatt family, meaning. Bray Wyatt, Brandy Orton, and Luke Harper are going to be in it as well, in addition to all the people we've discussed in the past, Dean Ambrose, The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, and all the other guys we've talked about. Well, yeah, and also uh, Seamus and Cesaro are going to be in it, and I say unfortunately because they lost the Tag Team Championships on Raw this week. No, they didn't. Oh, they... They didn't. No? No. They, uh... I know, they did some bullshit with the two refs, and it was the squad... The, the Gals and Anderson didn't keep, did, did not keep the titles? No, no, no. Oh, 
They ended right. up DQing them. Um, right. Once again, uh, yeah. Fred, Fred, <laughs> watch the wrestling, Fred. <laughs> watch the wrestling. I tried. No, I I kind of got shocked that um that they lost, and then you know then they pulled the thing where the referee. Who 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 originally got knocked out called it a DQ because he got hit. That was terrible writing. That was really bad because that like when you it have really like, the second ref come in, stupid. that's supposed to be the ref now. Yeah, like, that's always been like the history of wrestling, and now you just throw the stupid storyline into it where not storyline, but it, you know whatever a plot. I don't know what the fuck to call it, but like you know where the no the original's there for the, no he can't be first like no that never happens in wrestling so it's like. I've ever watched wrestling. Ever, you know, the second ref would come in, and that would be the new referee. I mean, right. like, goddamn, Stone Cold won his first world title by Mike Tyson fucking ca- counting Shawn right. Michaels one, two, three. Right. I mean, like, right. So then that theory doesn't even work. So if you're, go- you know, so I just thought that was really lazy, lazy. Um, I'm, I, I get that they're trying to make new viable opponents for, um, Sheamus and Cesaro to win. Uh, to the f- <laughs> face, but like I just thought, uh, I don't know, maybe I don't know. What do you think about that, Craig? What do you think? I mean, it, it's it was, a, it was I it was a little hokey. It, it was a little hokey. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, different but hokey. Definitely hokey. Uh, I just wasn't buying it. Yeah, I wasn't really buying it either. Because um, just the way they won the tag, the just the way they won the tag championships and how brilliant that finish was. Like, just to do something, like, so hokey like that, like, so opposite, felt so, it felt so lazy, you yeah, know? Yeah, it, it was definitely lazy, that's for sure. Right, so I guess, I don't know what matches are going to be at the Royal Rumble besides the Rumble. I mean, uh, maybe I can pull something up here. Yeah, pull it up. So they're not, so they don't, they don't have a match. I mean, the, the Cesaro and Sheamus are just going to be in the Rumble, which is, you know, who knows, maybe they'll, you know, mess each other up by accident or something like that, and... And it uh, looks like we're, we might be back here. Um, yeah, I think we're back on the live we're feed. We're back on the Sorry live feed, so that's cool. Um, other than that, um, so any new matches have been announced, really? Uh, not too much. I mean, we... Nothing know, Nothing new that nothing hasn't... New. We haven't really talked about all of them. Um, I mean, we knew Charlotte and Bailey were, were going to wrestle. Um, going to wrestle. I thought Bailey uh, and Charlotte cut, cut a really good promo against each other. Yes, they did. Um, this week on Raw... Where uh, you know, you know, you obviously you're gonna have. Uh, they're now calling her Charlotte Flair, which thank, thank you, yeah, WWE, they, they for should have been doing that for Like I, I, I hate that they don't use last names for most women. They never point. do it. I fucking hate that. They like Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler were right. the only two I can like come off the top of my Trish head. Trish Stratus, right, right? Trish Stratus, yeah. But like there's a Trish Mickey, Stratus Mickey versus James. Versus okay, this is a lot Lita. more. It's like uh, Lita, well, like, <laughs> jazz, you know. Yeah. Um, you know. Like stupid, like Tori from DX, you know. Yeah, Tori. Uh, Forgot about her. Um, yeah, uh, that it'll be a good match. Charlotte's gonna win, though. I don't even really want. I don't. I don't. No, want, I don't want to focus on. My, yeah, Charlotte's gonna win. Yeah. Um. So I like. The buffer match. Um. So I'm having like I'm still I don't know about you, Fred, but I'm having a real hard time trying to figure out who's gonna win the Rumble this year. Me. Yeah. Me too. Because it's not clear like it normally is. Because there's like two or three names that are legit possible and then there's always a chance that a surprise guy like a Finn Balor returning could win it or mm. you know like or you know my theory that Samoa Joe could win it you know something like that right um, yeah it's it's I, I and I feel like nothing has cleared up in the the last couple weeks of the shows that has really pulled me one way or the other if anything they yeah. all kind of solidified my whole I don't fucking know it's gonna happen <laughs> stance so I don't know. I'm I don't gonna, know. I'm gonna go with saying that the Undertaker will not be winning the Royal Rumble. I'm gonna tend to agree with you. I'm gonna go with that. Originally, I thought there might have been a slight chance, but uh, Undertaker's a name where you just need to have him on the card against somebody at WrestleMania, and people will flip their shit. So, uh, right, absolutely. He doesn't need the title match, and nor I don't. I don't think really anyone really. Needs, I don't think anybody wants to see a 50 year old guy it. winning the Royal Rumble too. Like it doesn't send a good yeah. message for your for the kids and he already won one like five years ago or whatever so you know yeah and let us not forget as well but you know Undertaker's only maybe got one or two matches left in yeah WrestleMania that, that's pretty in, much it belt. it'd be kind of a waste to throw a Royal Rumble on him when he's gonna wrestle at Wrestlemania anyway you know like, yeah I see him being a, like a late entrant I see him being on like maybe like 27 like yeah 30 like keep maybe. him as like as much capable uh, you know least capacity as possible um 
I really don't know. I, I mean, like, Seth Rollins I see being out, you know. Um, I kind of had come up with a funny scenario in my head, which won't happen, but it would be hilarious. Like, because you got me thinking about, you know, when you were on your Twitter feed, uh, going over, like, the 2003 and 2004 Royal Rumble, and right. all these funny things that would happen, like, uh, you know, Matt, uh, Shannon Moore helping Matt Hardy and all that right. stuff. Right, that was and, great. Uh, that was great. So, I had this, like, little fa- fantasy scenario in my head where, uh... <laughs> where maybe Jericho is, uh, st- for some reason, still stuck up in the cage, and he can't get into the Royal Rumble, even though they announce his name. So the whole time, he's up in the shark cage while everyone's fighting. I think everyone would just flip his shit, like, so funny. And then eventually they get it to work, and he comes down, and, like, towards, like, the end, where there's, like, four or five people left. That'd be great. And people just I lose like their shit that they were, like, rooting for Jericho to win. I, I, I don't know if he'd win, but like that that would be hilarious. That would or be if Roman great. Reigns, like if Roman Reigns Reigns won and Kevin Owens got so mad at Jericho <laughs> that he just left him up there and he just like had to sit there the whole time. No, <laughs> that's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. No, idea, I love that. But, I um, love that idea. It may distract everyone from the Royal Rumble itself. You know. But yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so you know how you know how every year there's like there's, they have like a different story they tell like. The first entrance always like a ooh like wow I can't believe he's first you know they do yeah. it every year like one year was Eddie Guerrero one year was Shawn Michaels one year was Chris Benoit yeah you know they, mm-hmm. they they do it every year it's like ooh somebody good is starting to rumble ooh. and then sometimes two is really good also and you're like ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, so like who are your picks that like that's what I want to start off like because because I can't because I can't figure out who's gonna win I want to pick figure out the other parts of the Rumble that I know, like, that we can kind of figure out, like, who's going to be number one and who's going to be number two in the Rumble. I have a, I have an early prediction. Uh, oh, man. Uh, right off the top of my head, I, yeah. I think, I think it would be really cool if number one and two were Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. That's what I was going to say. Ah, God damn it. I was going to flip it around. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I was going to say Rollins, then Ambrose. Ah, all right. Um, I screwed you up there. Yeah. No, that's fine. No. no I want us to have different answers, but we no, could have, like, that's what I was going to go you with. Know. <laughs> you know, they, they, they always tend to do that. Like, the year I went, like, they had, uh, it was, um, Shawn Michaels was first, I believe, and then Undertaker was second in 2008. Oh, and then was that the one with the, the last two at the end? No, that was the year before. Oh, okay. Um, but this was, this was like after their first WrestleMania match, so this was leading towards their second WrestleMania match. Okay. Um, but that was a really good one. And they did, they did a lot. One year, Shawn Michaels was first, Jericho was second, um, and that oh, was yeah, right that before was their feud. Too. That was a good one. So that's what, that's why I thought of that. I was like, I feel like it's gonna be two guys who like, used to be friends. Mm. Um, now, now every year there's a guy who has like a sleeper, he's like a sleeper, has a really good Royal Rumble, kind of out of nowhere. Like, I, I, I Roman Reigns, Fred like, mentioned it before them. on Twitter, before I was watching the 2002, 3, and 4 Royal Rumble and kind of live tweeting my thoughts on yeah. it and stuff. And I noticed every year they tend to do that. Like, one guy kind of, like, out of nowhere has a really good Royal Rumble. Um, 2003 was Chris Jericho. He, like, eliminated the most guys, and he, like, was in it for the longest amount of time, and nobody really thought he was going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, 2004 was uh, Randy Orton, who kind of... Nobody thought he was... He was the number two entrant against Benoit, and he lasted pretty much all the way until Mick Foley eliminated him. Right, So right, they, they yeah. tend to do, like, this like this MVP for the early stages of it, where he gets a ton of eliminations and stuff. So who do you think is that guy? He's not going to no, win. You go first. You go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. I was going to say Cesaro. I was okay. going to say Cesaro is going to be in there, like... I want to say, like, Good five. Choice. And then they're going to just make him, like, out of nowhere, do really well for the Royal Rumble. Okay, that's a good choice. Who are you going to go with? Uh, I'm going to go with The Miz. Oh, that's a good one. That's go a good with one. The Miz. Uh, he fought uh, AJ Styles this week on SmackDown, and now that he lost the Intercontinental Championship, you had also brought in the fact that maybe that's a, a sign of him going... Uh-oh. You just... The shit <laughs> siren on me? <laughs> no. I, I realized I didn't put it back on when we started. Uh, <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to ECW! Um, I think that, uh, that could really, like, build him up. Like, you know, if you think he's going to go to bigger and better things to the, you know... Yeah, to the no, world championship. I totally agree. What a better way. That's a good one. That yeah. that or Baron Corbin, I think, will be. Corbin like, would be a good one. Will be well, maybe I, the, the that, Roman Reigns. Right, that's like, what I was going to say. My segue into the next oh, one. Oh, sorry. The yeah. dominant, the dominant guy. <laughs> the dominant one. Kane in 2001, Roman Reigns two years ago. You know, the ones who th- eliminate like 10 guys. Like, not really in the match a long time. They just come in and clean house Diesel, type of guy. Back Diesel, in the day. yeah. 
Um, Baron Corbin's a good one. I think the obvious one is Braun Strowman in that case. Braun Strowman, but too. But there's a chance he can yeah. win, so I kind of don't know if I want to throw him in that. But Roman Reigns won that way, so I yeah, I'm gonna Braun Strowman is definitely that guy this year. He's gonna eliminate a ton of guys. I don't know if Brock Lesnar and Goldberg will get that segment. There's a lot of guys that it could be. Corbin could do that. Goldberg could do that. Lesnar could do that. But I feel like Goldberg yeah. and Lesnar are gonna just clash right away. Like they'll be maybe they're one and two. That'd be interesting. Because I'm because I'm thinking Goldberg's gonna be later on into the in the in the Rumble. Right. Because like I said, he's an older guy. I don't. Well, unless he's, he's in it early, unless he's in it early and gets eliminated very quickly. Mm, that's but. true. That's true. Um, but you want to like sometimes have those. I, I I love those moments where like like the. Uh, just off the top of my head when the one Rumble, CM Punk was in it, and then he got on the microphone and was oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to be the winner. Who's next? And then the, the one else would come. He'd eliminate him, blah, blah, blah. That was great. I think that was maybe he like 2009 or 10 or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and then finally one. maybe like uh, Kane or somebody like that, some big guy came yeah. out and then like fucked him up or whatever. So that's a good um, one. Interesting. So but, who uh, do you think is going to be your comedy segment guy? There's always a there's always a guy who gets there. He either doesn't get in the match, either he holds onto the rope like the whole time. Like Nunzio hit out one year, he just held, hit under the barricade. Interesting. Um, Spike Dudley got beat up one year, he never even made it into the ring. Oh, there's man. always a guy like that. Like uh, Hornswoggle didn't even climb into the ring at one point, he just <laughs> was too scared. Santino so, lost, got eliminated in a second. Yeah, right. Santino got eliminated in a second. So who, the world who's the comedy relief and what happens oh, to him? Man. I'm going to go. Well, I already I gave my theory already, the Jericho theory. I'm going way outside the box. But okay. Give me a second to think about that. All right. I'm going to go with uh, James Ellsworth is going to be your comedy <laughs> one. Uh, it just makes yeah, sense. Fuck. It just makes sense. Yeah. Like maybe he eliminates somebody big, kind of like the Maven thing. Like, oh, And he just yes. freaks out and then he that whoever he eliminated kills him. Like maybe <laughs> have him eliminate Braun Strowman would be the best fucking thing ever. <laughs> ever. It would be amazing. And then yeah. Braun Strowman just fucking murders him outside the <laughs> ring. That would be awesome, actually. I can, like, I'm looking at the list now and I'm like, trying to think yeah, of a roster. They have 18 names uh, listed now, so we still have 12 more names un- unannounced. Um, unannounced. I'm sure they won't announce all of them. I'm sure we'll probably get a couple more next week. I'm assuming they'll have like seven spots open. That's usually about the amount they have. Like, yeah, I sure think you'll figure that you'll have Sami Zayn in there. That hasn't been announced. Yeah, Sami Zayn's gotta um, be in there. If Strowman's in there... Strowman's been in, and Sami Zayn's been on Raw a lot lately, so I'm assuming he'll be in it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll have some qualifying matches on Raw and SmackDown this week. That would be cool. I'd love those. I love like just like getting one of those last spots that are available. So that'd be cool. So what about like um? You now we've talked about uh, heavily like that Samoa Joe would maybe make a, and it's been rumored that he may make his debut in the main roster on the Royal Rumble. Right. Um. Any other people that you think from NXT? Uh, we've also brought up Ty Dillinger. Yeah, Ty Dillinger sounds like entrant. sounds like he'll probably be in it. Um, I would love Bobby Root. Just to ha- just to hear his ra- uh, the theme music. That would be awesome. And just to make a grandiose statement, even if it's in for like five minutes, I wouldn't even care. Yeah, didn't Sami Zayn um, debut that way? He was in the Rumble, but then he wasn't technically called up yet by that time. Ooh, and then he had that open... Foggy. Uh, yeah, I think he was a I think he was a surprise entrant as, as an NXT guy. So, I think the I NXT... They're definitely going to do think. a couple NXT guys. They do that every year now. Yeah, like Rusev had made his debut. Right, right. Uh, Rusev. You know. Um, Sam, I, I'm pretty AJ, sure Sammy's saying... AJ Styles was an NXT guy, but, you know, made his debut there last year. Um, Joe, Joe just seems like a definite at this point, too. It, like... He stopped wrestling yeah. the tapings at NXT, so he's only doing like dark sh- matches at NXT shows, like tag team matches after the main event. So, uh, so, he's so a yeah, they're it's just gotta be. they're calling him up. If he's not on TV and he's still wrestling and he's not hurt, he's getting called up, and they're just saving him and making <laughs> sure he doesn't get hurt for the uh, for before his main roster debut. So, I, I I'm I'm gonna go with a 99 percent accuracy that Samoa Joe will be in it. Um, Pretty, I, I yeah. still, I'm pretty confident he might win it too as a surprise one, which would be amazing. But yeah, uh, that, still a stretch at this point. I think that. But it's be also a stretch, because it's also because it'd be cool. It's also because I just don't see any clear winners right now in our field that we have here. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, this is a good rumble because you don't really know. Sometimes it's just very predictable. This year, yeah. This year, at least till uh, going into the last week before uh, the rumble, I just don't know. Like yeah, uh, you know, much due respect to Rey Mysterio. To you know his contributions, you kind of knew that uh, since the uh, passing of Eddie Guerrero, that he was going to win the Rumble, right, and probably win the title at WrestleMania that one year, right. which he did. You know, so um, 
That's some, you know, they always kind of like lean towards somebody, you know, like in that factor. This reminds me of like very back in like the, you know, the Attitude Era where you had like guys like Triple H, Chris, uh, Jericho, Stone Cold, Rock, you know, like the old Kane, you know, uh, big, we had all these big names that would show up and like at the very end, you wouldn't know who would win, you know, right. the, you know, uh, well, yeah, you, you pretty much knew who was going to lose, but like, and you, know, you know, a lot of my, I, I've, I've torn between my predictions for the Royal Rumble, uh, a lot the last couple of weeks. So, you know, I, uh, as you know, I've said Samoa Joe a few times, I've thrown out Braun Strowman as a very, very likely possibility. Mm-hmm. Goldberg is, you know, uh, unlikely, but it's still possible. They love that fucking, they love that, like, old school, like, like, feel to things. Batista won it two years ago, guys, so it's not, right. it's not that far out of the realm of possibilities. Um, you know, Undertaker could win it, you know, like, yeah, you, know, could. you know, you yeah. know, Ziggler could technically win it. I, he probably yeah. won't be, but Miz could win it. Miz could definitely win it. Yeah. Um, maybe this is Bray Wyatt's final moment, you know, maybe this is the final time they put over Bray Wyatt. I, I don't know, but there's, uh, the reason I've, I've, I've kind of jumped around is because now that I've been watching these older Royal Rumbles and mm-hmm. I see these patterns from year to year and I watched. I watched four Royal Rumbles in the last two days. I watched 2001, 2002, 2003, and 2004. And, and I started... 2001 was a good one. And I, 2001 was the best one. That's my favorite one. I loved it. Uh, and then I started... Uh, Chris Sh- uh, Schneck from... Will Kenny Omega be a surprise? Um, I, I... I don't know. I was hearing... I mean, I... You know, That'd the be dirt a... sheets have been saying that he's supposed to be in Chile that day, which would make it literally impossible for him to be there. Uh, but, but that, could, that be, could also be like the big swerve, that could be a swerve, you know. Yeah. So, um, do I think so? I don't think he's gonna be in it. I think yeah, the I main I, big guy, the sh- surprise is gonna be Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, yeah, yeah. I would love Kenny Omega to be there, but yeah, um, and especially if they want to. Don't know what's going on. If with they want to make yet. Joe the big star coming into the thing, like as a surprise entrant. I, if they put Kenny Omega in there, that would just kind of def- wipe it. That out. would deflate it because he's been in WWE for so long now. So to have somebody even bigger. And like you know this this big name like make this great debut kind of like ruin it for Joe almost who's already been there for a while and yeah. already do yeah. um, so I don't know if he'll be in it but he'll sorry def- sorry Schneck we don't agree with you <laughs> um, no I'm just kidding thanks for the question though appreciate it um, we don't really get many questions on here no, I know him by the way <laughs> oh come on can we get a random person on here I'm just kidding <laughs> he's an Islander fan too uh, so it's five there we go <laughs> five we have five followers who are all all my friends uh, so um, and none of them are watching it now except for one uh, if you want to bring up more questions go for it yeah go for it um so we have um there's one question I won't answer. Oh god. But no no, we won't go into that either. No, we're not going to. Okay. Because I'm just not gonna fucking I'm not going to discuss this anymore. Okay. I'm Fine. over talking about it. Wait, it. what do you mean like it? Like what does that mean? No, not it, it. Like just it. The, the whole collective it. Not just not it the thing that might be a little off. Just the whole thing. Mm. Not no no I'm no. We're not getting into it. We're not getting oh. into this. Okay. We're not getting into this. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. All right. Anyway, so the Royal Rumble is gonna it's gonna be interesting this year. You know. Um, I am straight, and uh, it's gonna be great what the though. Fuck. Yeah, like. Well, no, don't give me the shit. The shit siren. No! Not the shit siren. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we lost all control. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time we did that live, actually. <laughs> we used to do that a lot more. There was some visual aspect. So I guess nobody could saw, see us. <laughs> Being gay. <laughs> and we're looking at each other on the Facebook live. Yeah, so oh, we're so st- I know. Um, yeah, so what else you got on the docket? I don't really have much more. That's really all I wanted to talk about. We're approaching the hour mark yeah. of the podcast. Any other thoughts you want to throw out there? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. I wanted to. I wanted to talk about something wretched I caught. Uh, it's not Jerry the King Lawler. It's something else. Like this horrible Natalia Nikki Bella feud on that has been continuing oh and my continuing. God. And now this week, Natty was upset. Okay, she was upset because Nikki Bella. Has a lot of merchandise. Yeah. And Natalia doesn't have any. I don't know why. And rightfully so. I don't know why, but I... And then she started ripping the shirts off the fucking desk. And then Nikki Bella just happened to walk out and be like, What are you doing to my shirt? 
fights and they brawled in the fucking the um, in the hallway of the arena. Yeah. And I'm just like, are we really fighting over merchandise? Like, really, is this is this where the feud's going? This is stupid. Um, I kind of liked it because it was so stupid. I don't. I I, I didn't want to like. It was jump so in bad. It. it was good. Right. It was kind of one of those. It's so bad. It's good. Like it was. Is it, it was there. It was there. I don't know. I liked that they were like fighting backstage. <laughs> like like with the fans were watching it. And, like I just I laugh really loud when when. She, when Nikki tackled Natalia and they jumped up onto a table and the table just collapsed and just like, <laughs> they made a really loud fucking noise like Ba-doom! and they were like I was like holy shit that looked painful it was like a really high table and like the thing <laughs> it'd be cool if, like I would have told like if I was out there out there and like watching them I would have been like nice ass Nikki or whatever like just like totally shitting on Show it your like, yeah big knockers <laughs> I know it's not Brie because she has big knockers <laughs> I can tell you apart because of those. <laughs> that was, I thought that was like the running gag of yeah. like the internet world was like. Which one's Nikki? Which one's Bella? Uh, oh, one with big tits, isn't it? You know, <laughs> look, uh, you know, five inches down from her chin, you'll find it. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I don't really have much more to talk about. Again, not, as we said, like not a lot of, Nothing has really solidified going into the Royal Rumble with the main guys into it. Like, nothing, no. no clear winner has emerged, no clear loser has emerged, really. It really seems up in the air at this point. Which and I like. Me too. We have one more week left, so that could definitely change. Um, yes. So, we'll have to see what happens on Raw and SmackDown this week. Uh, I think I'm going to just wrap this up for us now. Um, if you guys are not following us on Twitter, please get on that. You can follow Craig uh, talking about the fucking, the past Royal Rumbles. I'm sure I'll be talking about the... 2005 and 2006 Royal Rumbles tomorrow. You mean I was watching the, the 2009? Oh, I I only watched a little bit so far the Royal Rumble when I saw your Twitter feed. I'm not gonna comment on it nah, on you, Twitter, but like you can do it on Twitter too. I mean, it was we both have boring, access. <laughs> anyway, so if you're not following us on the Twitter, you're missing out on some great stupid content that <laughs> I'm throwing out there. So it's nah, at Wretched Wrestle. Um, if you're not following us on the Facebook, you are missing us on Facebook Live, and fuck you for doing that. Yeah, fuck um, you guys. So we have uh, we have our Facebook Live going out every week, um, usually Friday or Saturday nights. Uh, look at look for us late at night. Um, that's when we're recording these podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not on our Facebook page and you're just listening on the podcast, then you can check us out at Wretched Wrestling on Facebook. Um, and if you're just only tuning in here on uh, the Facebook Live or YouTube, uh, you can check us out on iTunes and Google Play and Podomatic, um, just uh, any yeah. of your regular podcasting apps. So um, yeah, if you can also yeah, if you could like subscribe to our YouTube channel, that'd be yes, like really absolutely. nice. You know? and give us some reviews. Um, just we'd love to hear some feedback, guys. Even um, if you shit on us, I don't. Even yeah, care, yeah, we, we'd like, like some constructive cr- criticism. Um, I know we're kind of like a joke. So we we kind of goof around most of the time here, but we'd love um, any any kind of reviews you can. Please rate and review our our iTunes um, page as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fred, sing your goddamn song. We love wrestling. Fuck you, shit siren. <laughs> it's a shit siren, Randy. But Mr. Lakey, what are we gonna do with that shit siren? We're going to get you acting lessons, Ricky. Ricky? What am I saying? No, my name's Randy. <laughs> I've had a little too much of the bubbly tonight. <laughs> too many drinky poos, Mr. Leahy. <laughs> I am the liquor. Oh, horse cock! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, that'll do it for us this week. We'll be back next week with our big Royal Rumble preview yeah. edition where we'll make our predictions and analysis. We'll see you here next week. On the Wretched Wrestling Podcast, I'm Craig Dixon. And I'm Red Robinson. Peace out, motherfucker! Pass that blunt to the... Nigga, I did that. <laughs> I'm down like a clown, Charlie. <laughs> 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 <laughs>